Welcome to the Calvary Podcast, a ministry of Calvary Episcopal Church recorded live in Memphis. The Calvary Podcast is weekly sermons, but also conversations, reflections, and provocations about the mystery of God and what it means to be human in the world in need of repair. In 2017, on my 23rd birthday, I was given a children's book about caterpillars. This 144-page, mostly illustrated book has quickly made its way to the top of my favorite book list and onto the list of things that never fail to make me cry. Hope for the Flowers by Trina Paulus tells the story of two caterpillars, striped and yellow, who hope for something more than their ordinary caterpillar lives. Stripe and Yellow spend their lives eating leaves and crawling to the top of a pillar made up of caterpillars that reaches up to the sky. They are so sure that if they can just reach the top of the pillar, they will be fulfilled. Whatever is up there is worth it, and they are sure of it. In today's gospel, we meet two people who hope for something more. One woman hopes that just by reaching out and touching Jesus, she will be healed. One man with a daughter close to death hopes Jesus can just get to her in time. Two very different people. One very same hope brings them through the crowd. While I sat in nearly every coffee house in Memphis wondering what I had to share about this passage, I have been nothing short of thankful to be writing this in the June of 2021 and not the June of 2020. Would I have been able to see the hope in the story at all? Would I have been able to see the hope in my own life? It's no surprise to say that our past year and a half has been hard, and truthfully, it wouldn't just be unsurprising, it would be an understatement. It hasn't been 12 years of pain quite like the woman in the experiences in the story, but perhaps it is the same feeling of a desperate hope for healing. How do we find hope in the midst of it all? And if we even manage to find hope, how do we keep it to fight our way through the crowd? When I look for hope today, I have to look no further than right here. I look to our baptismal font and the water in it. I look to Nathaniel, who is about to be baptized, and all of you who are about to affirm your baptismal covenant. How blessed I am to have symbols of hope surrounding me right here in this place. When I look past the sanctuary at Calvary and search for hope within this community, it's also easy for me to find. I find it at basement church where people show up before the sun to meet the needs of our neighbors. I find it during children's chapel in the St. Francis Courtyard, and I find it during the Eucharist. When I look for hope in my own life, I find it on a Tuesday night Zoom compline with friends from around the country. I really can't believe that I'm still willingly logging into Zoom, but here I am. A practice that was started by a friend of mine during the height of social distancing has quickly turned into a weekly time of prayer and ultimately Thanksgiving. I'm at an interesting time in my life where I am watching my friends search for and find their calls. And unfortunately, I'm also learning that that usually means more miles in between me and the people that I hold close. Despite the difference, In the distance, I am hopeful that pursuing their vocations will only make the world a little better, a little more healed. I feel the same hope for the Calvary seniors that we celebrated only a few weeks ago. When I look for hope in my own life, I find it in my garden. Mammoth daisies that were planted months ago were accidentally mowed down before we saw 
any flowers. Months of waiting and anticipation were cut short by a lawnmower. Naturally, we were bummed. As someone who lacks a green thumb, I figured we would cut our losses and stick to succulents on the windowsill, safe. But much to my surprise, within a week, they were back and taller than ever before. The regrowth of a bunch of daisies gives me hope. In the story today, two are healed. I can't help but wonder how many people in that crowd bumped into Jesus and touched his cloak that day. I wonder how many people stayed home with a loved one that needed healing. Was it the hope to be healed that propelled the woman forward to Jesus? Was it the hope for the little girl that threw Jairus at his feet? I wonder how that woman kept hope for 12 years. I wonder if it was stories she heard about Jesus that strengthened her faith, or maybe it was a symbol of hope along the way. Maybe she was encouraged by a friend. I wonder what she did after she was healed. I know I'm asking a lot of questions and offering very little answer in, in return, but I think it's worth wondering about. As my favorite children's tale continues, Stripe and Yellow leave the pillar together, live happily for a while, and eventually part ways to follow their own instincts to find something more. Stripe returns to the pillar, fighting and crawling to be up, to be near the sky. Yellow follows her instincts, weaves a cocoon, and is born a butterfly. With her wings, she finally understands that there was indeed something more than the ordinary life of a caterpillar, eating leaves and crawling up. I struggle with the idea of sharing the ending to this beautiful book, but I think it's worth the spoil. Just as Stripe reaches the top of the pillar to find nothing but more caterpillars struggling to keep their footing at the top, Yellow flies to him and shows him what he is meant to become. As he loses his own hope for the future, he is reminded by another that hope exists still. Even with my community and the symbols of hope in my life, there have been and there will be times where I feel like I cannot find hope for myself. I imagine that we have all been a little bit more like Stripe the Caterpillar than Yellow the Butterfly in our own lives, without hope or a way towards it on our own. We will all soon be asked, will you, witness these, will you who witness these vows do all in your power to support this person in his life in Christ? When we answer boldly and loudly, let us remember to hold hope for Nathaniel in times where he finds his own hope in Jesus and in times where he needs someone to be hope for him. The story, of our, the story of our caterpillars ends with hope for the flowers. Hope touches all of our lives, just as hope moved through the woman for herself and for Jairus, for his daughter. And now I ask of you, what do you hope for? If you're curious about Calvary Episcopal Church, we are an eclectic bunch of Christian people who don't all think the same thoughts or dress the same way or vote for the same candidates, or even believe all the same things about the mystery of God and what it means to be human. But we do believe that we need each other because of our differences, not in spite of them, and that God calls us into unity, not uniformity. Subscribe to the Calvary Podcast at calvarymemphis.org podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit Calvary in person at the corner of 2nd and Adams in the heart of downtown Memphis, Tennessee.